Let me ask you a question. You get caught, I don't know, breaking the law maybe? I don't know, maybe, maybe you just do something completely offside. What happens to your job? What happens, what's your employment? Well, if you're a police officer in the province of Ontario, of course you are innocent to proven guilty, to being proven guilty. We all have that. But you're going to be able to continue to draw a paycheck for a long time as your case weaves its way through slowly and slowly through the system. And then, like in many cases, if you are found you know, guilty of some kind of misconduct, I'm not talking about a criminal thing, but a misconduct, you just quit. Well, take your cash and leave. Happens all the time. And Ontario's Association of Chiefs of Police wants it to change. Because under the current Police Services Act, a police chief can only cut off pay to a suspended officer if they're actually convicted of a crime and sentenced to jail. Like the doors on the jail cell have to slam shut before the cash flow stops. Wendy Gillis is the crime reporter for the Toronto Star and has a story about this in today's Star. Wendy, welcome. Thanks so much for having me. Wendy, we seem to be going round and round on this thing. It seemed like we were going to get some kind of update to the Police Services Act to change this, but where is that? Yeah, that's that's a really good point, Alan. I would say that the the laws of policing have been kind of in a state of flux for the last few years. Um, Before Doug Ford's government came in, um, the Liberals, one of the last things they did was actually um, rewrite the Police Services Act, which was... um, dates back to 1990. It's really outdated. You won't find a lot of uh, police officers or even politicians who, you know, disagree with the fact that policing has changed a lot in that time and that the law should change with it. Um, But when Ford's government came in, they paused the implementation of it. You might remember um, the uh, Solicitor General and the Attorney General said that it was one of the most anti-police uh, pieces of legislation ever, and that they wanted to rewrite it before it came into law. So that that has been done. Um, some changes were made. Some some aspects of it are exactly the same. Um, but what's important for this conversation is that it is not in effect yet, and the regulations are being written right now. Um, and so what is still the law of the land here is that old law that, as you said, is extremely rigid in terms of what it allows police chiefs to do when they have someone who's facing misconduct allegations or serious criminal charges. Yeah, because, I mean, even if you're charged with a crime, obviously you're going to be placed on leave, but you can, the, you know, the force can't stop paying you until that goes right through the court system. And as I, as I point out, that can be years. Yeah, it, it, it often is years. And then on top of that, um, you know, the criminal trial works its way through. There's some kind of finding one way or the other. But uh, usually the, the police officer is still facing some kind of investigation internally by their own you know, professional standards unit. And from that, there are, um, you know, if there is a finding of guilt um, in the courts or if there's still some alleged misconduct um, then the police officer will face a whole other quasi-judicial hearing um, for a misconduct allegation under the Police Services Act. And that itself, having sat through so many of those mm-hmm. uh, hearings, Alan, I can tell you they, they take a really long time themselves. So that is how we get to the place where there are officers who are suspended 
with pay for four, five, six years, sometimes as long as, you know, there's a couple of outliers that are like 10, 11 years. Those get press, you know, that I write about those, other reporters write about those ones. They're they're few and far between, but they are the cases that really like the fire under people's butts to say like, what is happening here and why why has this been allowed to to go on for so long? He goes on for long and then, you know, in in some cases, the the officer actually just dump and retires. So I'll retire now. Yeah. that's a, that was a really good point, actually, that you made at the outset. That 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 does happen. Yeah, and I, 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 there are so many examples that we could point to, but uh, the the constable Michael Terrio, uh, the Toronto mm-hmm. police officer in the Defonte Miller case, is it he was being paid? Is he actually stopping paid now? What's the latest on that? That's yeah. So so he has been suspended um, without pay uh, at the last time I checked because, of course, he was sentenced to jail time. Right. Um, that is being appealed, um, so he he is not currently in jail. But um, police chiefs, when there is a sentence for um, uh, incarceration, that is when that is when they can cut off the payment. So um, was that automatic so, though, or did, did it had to go again before the actual trial? There actually had to be a hearing about that after the guilty verdict, if I recall. Um, I think that it uh, is actually automatic, and I know oh, that it? was the case in um, with with James Frasillo. That's another case where a police officer was paid for quite some time um, while facing, you know, ultimately uh, convicted of attempted murder. And then um, sometimes there's kind of a, a few months between a finding of guilt and when a sentence is brought down. And even after a serious conviction like that, um, police chiefs still don't have the ability to um, to cut off that paycheck until there is a, a jail sentence that's handed down. Let's bring it back to uh, what's new here, which is this, this le- is it a letter? Is it, What is it from the Ontario Chiefs yeah, of Police? And it does seem to be pretty pointed, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and it, it's a resolution. So they had an annual general meeting last month and passed this resolution, um, which basically basically calls on the province to to make some changes. Um, I'm not going to say it doesn't have teeth. Obviously, I wrote about it. I think that it, I think it matters. I think we should pay attention to it because it's, you know, the police chiefs in Ontario saying, you know, coming together and saying something needs to change. Um, but whether it will achieve that change is, an, is another matter entirely. And, and I, I do point out in the piece that um, this association of chiefs, um, they have been calling for changes since I believe it's 2007, um, saying, you know, and, and I will say it's not the impression I get is that, that police chiefs don't, don't relish this. You know, they don't want to be firing or suspending officers left, right and center. It's more just these egregious cases that, that you and I have been talking about where um, people are asking questions about how it's been allowed to go on. And so I believe the resolution in 2007 and they, they had another resolution several years later basically saying in serious cases, please allow us to to um, suspend without pay. Um, and so they've been they've been making this call for, for many years now. And I've been I've been right. As someone pointed out on Twitter, I've been writing of these kinds of stories for a while, too. Like it's, 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 it's a cycle that's been going on for, for too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I know what I've been covering on the radio, too. It just it, it, it yeah. really it, it seems it's I I would like to say that I'm surprised that it hasn't changed, but of course, the provincial government, Mm. I am not surprised at all. Wendy, great to talk to you again. Please take care. Thanks so much for having me. That is Wendy Gillis, who's the crime reporter for the Toronto Star, and you can read her story uh, in the paper today.